Hi, this is your mind ranting. Today is the 15th of March, 2020. Now, a little bit of a forewarning. This podcast is going to be maybe my most revealing. It'll show you what my mental process has been for the last well, for the last 26 years. And I don't think I can fit all my frustrations, all my revelations, and all these feelings into a 20-minute podcast. So, eventually, I'll have to retouch on this subject a handful of times. But I will do this as a sort of reflection and sort of give you guys a want to give you a, a, a platform to basically sit on and realize that you are not the only one going through things and that it is okay to have these feelings. What is not okay is to hold on to feelings of regret, feelings of anguish, anger, sadness. To hold those feelings in for so long and to finally have them bubble up after so many years of denial, of self-deception, which this ties into yesterday's episode. So, I decided to do two small exercises today. One was doing a bit of a journal prompt that Ryan Holiday had mentioned in the Daily Stoic email. And also, I am finishing up the uh, course that Mark Manson has on the Subtle Art School for changing your beliefs. And I picked out this one particular belief. I'll get to the school first, which, by the way, is a great buy. I'm unfor- I am fortunate enough to have um, become a member of the site uh, half a year ago. Because um, I still pay six bucks. But on top of that, um, those courses have helped me tremendously, the ones offered on the website. And this one specifically, I decided to finally tackle it. Because I just keep going around and around and around, just validating whether I'm intelligent enough to even host a podcast. If I'm intelligent enough to, to have gone back to school, am I intelligent enough to get up and leave my current job? Am I intelligent enough to have conversations with others, to stop intellectualizing things? Like, am I worth worth being a human being? This, this is this is the belief that I basically challenged, because Mark Manson had basically had us point out one particular belief, and then you can break those down into sub beliefs and challenge those to find counter arguments to find the probability whether those beliefs were even true find the trade-offs and it's a thinking person's dilemma a thinking person's exercise and so the yeah my belief is that I don't believe I'm good enough to think rationally that I'm not smart at all I'm not intelligent that I have been given the circumstances that I have because I am too weak to think for myself 
and that I can't be anything more than what people have told me I could be. I've held this belief in for so long. Let me tell you this much. I know I've mentioned that I absolutely love reading, and I do. I am reading three to four books at a time. There are just certain days where I don't want to read, okay? And there is a huge joy that I get out of that. There are times where I want to journal, but I feel like I can't journal. Why? Because I have this burning, this aching pain from the voices who have told me that I'm stupid. From the voices of saying that I'm no better than any of the filthy trash that I've come from the city I've come from. That I'm absolutely nothing. And now at the ripe age of 26, not 25, I didn't have this epiphany for 20 because I kind of just coasted along. And yes, I did get to enjoy some great experiences, but at the same time, I let this constant feeling, these constant voices tell me that I'm no good, that I'm no better for the positions that I have than anybody else that, you know, neuroscience and psychology and philosophy, the things that I'm really interested in, those things are out of my grasp. This is what I've told myself. This might be the reason why I'm constantly battling myself, whether I even understand limbic system, whether I understand how the amygdala works, the difference in the neurotransmitters that seep into our body when we're happy, when we're angry, when we are sad, you know, the dopamine, the serotonin, that kind of thing. Where rationality really originates from the billions of neurons, the different ways the neurons connect with each other via synapses, that sort of thing. I could barely wrap my head around that stuff. I really want to enjoy scientific papers, but guess what? I couldn't for the longest time, and I still can't because I had this belief that I had to have challenged. And so going through that program for these last few days has really challenged myself to think for myself. I even thought to myself, do I even really enjoy psychology and neuroscience? I do. I do. I love to hear and I love to see and I like to read about why my brain has been in the self-defeating position for a very long time. I love to see the reason why power, why words are so powerful to the mind. And that's outside of like the self-help guru bullshit. There's actual scientific proof behind the fact that certain positive words and certain negative words can innately destroy who you are. These beliefs, I guess, were given to me. And the reason I probably kept them is so that I can attach myself to a certain social group. I know Lisa Feldman Barrett had mentioned it in her book in Seven and a Half Lessons About the Brain that a lot of the mental constructs that I've come up in my head or I've been given to are just social reality. It's not really something that could be measured or documented by hard science. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. And yet here I am stuck 
sad, upset, just wanting to just continue forth on this debilitating path that I have set up for myself because I let others control me. And then the other thing that I've taken into account on top of that course, which I highly recommend, it's like 15 bucks a month for a handful of other courses. Don't worry, this isn't a shameless plug. This is just, I've tested, I've tested these products, I've read these books. I'm not the most authoritative person to speak on these materials, but I've gone through the course as an everyday person who is challenged, who is perplexed by these these mental barriers. And it started, honestly, when I was possibly challenged. I had a lot of emotion. I was bouncing all up and down the walls. I was aggressive. I had so much joy. I honestly was doing 30 plus things. I think honestly it started when I was forced to play soccer. I don't like soccer. I probably had the joy for it, but I didn't have the mechanics, the hand-eye coordination, the strength, or the will to really go through workouts and go for runs. I still fucking don't. But I do work out. I do my best to be aggressive in my studies and the way I take care of my body. Needless to say, I think that's where it started, where I felt completely inferior to others because of something that I truly didn't want to do. I think honestly the only joy I really found was in music and also in in writing and, and reading and spelling and memorizing things. That's where I found my joy, but no one in my family saw any benefit to it. And I love my family, but I think a day and age, in this day and age, it's okay to admit that sometimes our folks, our loved ones, they had flaws and their flaws seeped into our minds and into our brains. And we don't have to protect them at all times. You can protect them if somebody talks shit about them. But if you're critiquing them, by all means, do so. As long as you're critiquing yourself. And this is why I'm making this episode. Because these beliefs have held me back for too damn long. My brain has fixated on the habit that we... That, well, for for all intents and purposes, it's we, my brain and I, have decided that we're not intelligent enough to have conversations. We're not intelligent enough to have rational thoughts. We're not intelligent enough to make good money outside of something that we don't care for, something that we're actually passionate about. That's how we want to make our money. My brain and I haven't clicked on the idea that we can do better for ourselves, that we can be free. And whether that freedom will guarantee millions or whether that freedom will guarantee peace of mind or serenity or uh, freedom from suffering, which I've come into, I've come to realization that suffering is, a, is an important value to cling on to. And so 
so I sit here and I stand here and I walk around and I realize that well I've been encased in this defeated battle that I've already I've already headed to the battlefield and I've already lost I've lost because I've told myself I'm too dumb to function. I even went through the process that maybe I have some sort of mental disorder and maybe I should accept it without actually going to go checked out by a uh, medical professional. Why? I don't know. I've been scared and I think I'm going to finally open up to that. There might be some hidden trauma that I've stuffed into my brain. And the brain can do that because the brain wants to make sure that we can survive. The brain will do absolutely everything it can to make our lives pain-free. But the problem is my soul, my body is in constant pain because of this one belief that I've been working on for the last few days. Which brings me to the uh, prompt that I decided to journal on. Whether if these last two years have been an improvement. And I will say, not to toot my own horn, that yes, they have been honestly maybe a good 30%. It's been about a good 30% change in terms of improvement. I have been reading aggressively. I have been studying aggressively. I have been participating in activities and in things I would have never imagined myself doing. Competitive walks, marathons, that sort of stuff. Virtual marathons, mind you. Um, learning to connect with others, learning to see the flaws within myself. A lot of meditation, a good chunk of journaling. These are, these are activities that I think I've had a, a foundation for when I was younger, and I'm just barely scratching the surface. So in the last two years, because of COVID, I think I've improved. Hell, I even decided to start up this podcast again. Where it will lead to, I have absolutely no idea. But I think that's, that's what's worth the challenge. But what's been constant and what I would consider to be a detriment to my improvement the one thing that has stopped me from saying that I have improved 100%, which I know I haven't, there's no fucking way I'd be fucking super jacked right now. But we're working on it. I think the one thing that has held me down for far too damn long is that belief that this year was a fluke. You just used willpower to get you to where you wanted to get to. It wasn't because of your raw intelligence or your raw curiosity. My mind and my brain tell me that I'm sometimes curious over the wrong things. My brain does its best to fight against me reading or fights me against looking at counter evidence of why I might not be as stupid as I seem. My mind keeps telling me that I have I have no reason to be reading these things that I should just be sticking to uh, video games and stupid shit on Reddit. 
that's that's my mind. That's what's been clinging to that. Very helpful. That is a very helpful prompt, by the way, from uh, the Daily Stoic. There's there's something self-defeating in all of us. I don't think I'm the only one. I think I might be the only one who's let it happen for so long. And I don't I don't think the idea that the idea of me being responsible for things the way my mind is that I have the possibility to change my circumstances. I didn't come to that realization. And I knew it. I knew about it for for many years. I don't think I just came to that realization until now that my circumstances can be changed, that I don't have to remain stuck. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. It is completely simple, though, for me to change my circumstances. Not just to improve my life, but to improve the lives of others as best as I can. I I don't think I can do that as a self-help guru. Maybe I can do that as a uh, mental health professional eventually one day as we work towards our, even as an educator. Another thing I think I've been wrestling with is the idea of, you know, not impacting the world as much as I was hoping for. And that comes along with this, and that's a sub-belief. I think that belief ties into the fact that I considered myself too stupid to make an impact in the world. I considered myself too irrational help out my community you see what negative talk does to a human being it's not healthy it's not wonderful in any way shape or form and I'm incredibly incredibly distraught that I've done this to myself and I think it's affected me in so many ways Enough about me, though. I want you guys to challenge your beliefs. I want you guys to find a self-defeating or a self-deceiving thought or um, belief that you've held on to, whether it's that you're too dumb or that you're fat or that you're stupid or that you are incapable of finding love or that you're arrogant, that nobody loves you anything of that sort and I probably just repeated myself but we're going to keep this going I want you to sit there with your belief I want you to either go through that journal prompt whether you improved in the last couple years or I want you to find counter evidence and I want you to realize that that belief isn't true if you need to make an extensive long podcast such as this one to tell everybody that you have problems by all means do it I think this is going to help me a lot more than than how I'm presenting it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with looking dumb now. Because there's a lot of good people that I know that will support this revelation that I'm going through. I know there's a lot of good people who are going through the same thing. And I applaud them for going through this. And by that same token, there are a lot of idiots who will basically chastise me for doing something of this sort. There's 
no point in making a podcast if all you're doing is talking about yourself. And true, that might be incredibly true. And I'm not presenting any supporting evidence onto my change, but this is my fucking show, so fuck you guys if you're not making your own. And also to the other people who will chastise, but have nothing else to say but to be mean. Well, fuck those people, because well, they're not any better than the fucking beliefs that I've held onto for very long, and they can be just fucking whacked off. They can be removed just like that. And, well... If I'm not doing something and I'm not being laughed at or I'm being ridiculed or being criticized, then there's no point in growing. I think the pain of me going through the ridicule is a lot greater than dealing with the pain that I'm stupid and I should keep being stupid. So this emotional belief that I've been challenging has done wonders these last few days especially because of the recent death that has happened to my family. And it could be that, you know. Because I'm certainly not afraid of dying. What I'm afraid of is having this belief that I'm stupid. Linger around for the rest of my, well, my temporary life. And that I cannot do. (sighs) Okay, that was a doozy, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad to to be able to share this with you. I'm so glad to let this off me. Let let this off my shoulders. It's it's a it's a quite debilitating circumstance that has held me back. And for all we know, it can hold just about any one of us back. I know I've made a previous episode about challenging beliefs and maybe I should have taken my own advice. But when you take a moment to sit there and just reflect on these ideas, then it gets a little bit better. So until next time, please take care of yourselves and adios. (laughs) 